Welcome once again to Doc Holliday's Tea Party, where we inspire freedom and we let liberty roll unencumbered to patriots across America. We stand on the side of freedom as we speak out about current events, provide thought-provoking interviews, and awaken sleeping patriots to become modern-day Paul Revere's. Get fired up, get inspired, and let's go out and rattle the very foundations of this nation as we pursue the happiness of fiscal responsibility, the joy of limited government, and the jubilation of free markets. So once again, Doc Holliday's Tea Party is on the air, and we have a great show for you today. We'll be touching on some of the recent news events, and today we have a special, a very special guest. We're going to interview the Reverend Robert Jameson from uh, the NAACP, and I can tell you, I know him, and, I, and I'm looking forward to the interview. So don't go away. And then once again, we'll end the show on our Plymouth Rock of Liberty speech. So get ready for the new Doc Holliday's Tea Party. We're going to touch on some of the, the events in the news. As you know, the financial package has gone through the Senate. It looks like, uh, looks like we're going to have financial reform. Somebody tell me. How can you have financial reform without anybody, without any new law, doing anything about Freddie May, about Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac? Just tell me, how can you have financial reform? This is what plunged us into recession, what plunged us into the financial crisis, and the, and the people who put this bill together, uh, Senator Dodd, and thank goodness he saw the light at the end of the tunnel, he's not even running again, and then Barney Frank. The very people who said there was nothing wrong with Fannie Mae and Freddie back back in the early part of this decade said they didn't need any regulation, didn't need anybody to look at them as doing just fine. And now they have put together a financial reform package. It's a joke. It is absolutely a joke. They put together a reform package and nobody, nobody addresses Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac and the problems that led to this financial crisis. So uh, once again... Please, out there, if you're a voter, uh, listen to the news. If you're not a voter, get out and get registered and let's get some clowns out of this Congress. Uh, looking at the news, uh, the oil spill in the Gulf, uh, Gulf of Mexico, maybe maybe we're finally getting that thing capped. It's, it's leaking, but right now uh, it looks like uh, uh, it could be finally getting under control. So... We, we hope it does. We hope it gets totally under control. We hope people can get their lives back in order on the Gulf Coast. But when you look at the whole thing of it, uh, we're going to have to look back and see what was squandered, uh, what, how people were affected during the crisis, and how leaders reacted during the crisis. Um, there's, a, there's a new study out, or somebody did their actual reporting about the $20 billion fund that uh, President Obama arm-twisted away from BP, and BP needs to be responsible. I have no, no uh, question about that. But when you look at what happened so that uh, President Obama could say, yes, I, uh, yes, we got BP to pay for all this, but when you look at the $20 billion fund and how it's funded, and, and all of a sudden, uh, we, we, I need to look more into that, but it looks like somebody's reporting that the the uh, fund will keep BP from having to pay about $7 billion in taxes. Uh, 
Uh, it's taken over $450 million out of dividends. So there's a lot of things that uh, we have to do. And in the background, we have the, uh, I thought that was a Liberty Bell ringing, but we're trying to get uh, Reverend Jameson on the phone. We're going to get him on the phone right here in just a minute, and we're going to go right into our interview. We're talking about this part of the program. We're talking about the Tea Party movement, which uh, we are a part of here at Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And we believe in the Tea Party movement, but we do not support any, any, any part of racism in any way. And we need to work against that. Anywhere in the Tea Party movement you see racism, work against that. This is not a time to go back to something that uh, was happened before in America. And that's what we want to talk about with Reverend Jameson. This is the time to move forward in America. And it's my opinion that we're going to get more and more of these disillusioned liberals who thought everything was going to be great and the pasture is going to be greener on the other side. We're going to get more and more joining the Tea Party movement. And I believe we need to move forward. Uh, but in just a moment, we're going to connect here with uh, Reverend Jameson, and I look forward to the discussion, and so should you. So hang on there. We're going to get Reverend Jameson on the phone, and we're going to be right back. And while we're waiting on Reverend Jameson, let me once again tell you about uh, a website you can go to. It's called www.teaparty.ms. And there at that website, you can purchase my new book called Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution. So take a look at the site. Go take a look at and pick up the book. If you'd rather, you can go to Amazon.com, look up Dr. Holiday, Dr. Ed Holiday, and Walk With Me. And you can uh, pick up the book at Amazon. You can also uh, check out uh, the, the information on the website about the different uh, things and activities we've done locally in the Tea Party movement and some YouTube videos you can see. But I want to encourage you to get excited about the Tea Party. Get excited about where it is where you can plug into the Tea Party and uh, tell people about Doc Holliday's uh, Tea Party here on webtalkradio.net. Tell everybody to go to webtalkradio.net and listen to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And in just a moment, we're going to have Reverend Jameson right up for a great interview. All right, on the radio show, we have Reverend Robert Jameson. And he's a man that I respect. He's a, he's a pastor. He's a friend. And he's also been a member of the NAACP for many years, I guess decades. How long have you been a member of the NAACP? 1965. Okay, well, that puts it about 45 years? About 45 years. Okay. I'm a little bit older than that, but <laughs> not, not by much. Uh, and I know the NAACP has a, a history that is, uh, is a beautiful history of working for uh -huh. uh, uh, civil rights, and it's a long history. I know you just celebrated the 100th anniversary this yeah. past year. We had our 100th anniversary last year. This year we had our 101st. Uh, National Convention. Well, uh, one thing that uh, I wanted to speak with you about, Reverend Jameson, because I know you, you know the history of the NAACP and what it stood for. And uh, you were out in the, in Kansas City, uh, uh, Missouri, for, for the NAACP convention last week. Uh, tell me a little bit what was said about the Tea Party movement, if you don't mind. Well, what was said was uh, 
We we in the NAACP are confused, but not confused wholly, but we're confused because you do know there's two segments of tea parties, and one of them seems like they are racial, a racial section, section, and then the other seems like it's a session that's trying to just get people involved in the political aspects of America. Now, when we have uh, complaints or uh, arguments against the Tea Party, it's that part of the Tea Party that's right now stressing white supremacy, also stressing keeping blacks in their places. Uh, they even go to the point of talking about sending blacks back to Africa and all that kind of thing. Now, that segment of the Tea Party we uh, we discussed in our national national convention that you know what we're picking on argument. We just want the Tea Party to know that we are American, we're here to stay, we're not going nowhere. This is our country, and we're here to just serve for the best interest of America. Even though a lot of the Tea Party statements come out from the Tea Party, is that they're mostly against anything that Obama, our president, suggests or try to put into place. And it seems most like the Tea Party is not against America too much, they're against the president of the United States. All their things are geared up. You saw the signs and the poster. All their information is geared to trying to degrade our, uh, our president of the United States. Now, Obama happened to be an Afro-American president, but he is the president of the United States. And I think if the Tea Party would just take time out and look at some of the things that they're doing, they're not by disowning the, the president, they're also disowning their constitution because he was elected constitutionally by a majority vote and everything. And our discussion was that not to pick a fight with the Tea Party because we believe that both NWC and the Tea Party can exist and, and, and be very functional and make, bring America, make America what America should be. But you do have a segment of the Tea Party. And I think I was looking last night, you really got two different Tea Parties. That uh, one is like an anti-black, uh, and the other one seems like they may be anti-presidential. That they are hoping that President Obama makes a mistake. They're criticizing him, but I'm not saying they're anti-black. I'm saying there's a segment that's anti-black, and there's a segment that's anti-Obama. And that was the thing we discussed. But we also made issue that we are not here to pick a fight with the uh, American, I mean, with the Tea Party. We are here to just make, ask them to respect us. We like to work with them and hope that they like to work with us for the betterment of America and that America will be progressive and that other nation will always look at America as a place that they want to stay in. But I don't know where this Tea Party thing comes from. And I don't know how long it's going to exist. But if they are just here to to degrade the president of the United States because he was elected uh, by Americans and not black folk, American people elected Obama, so he is the president of the people of America. Reverend James, and that's what I, and I've been telling people, even though I might not agree with President Obama's policies on, in some cases, and it may be a lot of cases, mm -hmm. but I, he is my president of the United States, and he will be president until uh, January of 2013 at least. That's right. And so we will have to work with that. Mm -hmm. And you make some good points about 
what the NAACP was speaking about, and if there's a segment in the Tea Party movement that is racist, right. I, for one, want to make sure it's rooted out. We don't need racism in the Tea Party. There's people who believe in, in, uh, in principles, and that's what the Tea Party tries to go back to, some constitutional principles. Right. So I stand beside you. Any kind of racism that is found in the Tea Party needs to be expunged or it needs to be cleaned out. That's right. Um, one of the things that uh, I do like about you, Reverend Jameson, because you, you, you have always been honest with me, and we can speak our minds. And, and I told you, I, I, uh, on Sunday, I happened to be in the airport and ran into uh, Congressman John Lewis. Right. And uh, Congressman Lewis and I had a good talk about how America needs to have a, you know, be free to have spirited debate. But there is no room for racism. That's right. That's and, right. And, that's, and, and, and this, this, you know, and I heard our president of the uh, National Association of Colored People state, you know, he's willing to sit down. If that is anything that's keeping the NAACP and the Tea Party from coming together, why don't the, the people who are here in the Tea Party ask for a meeting with the president of NAACP or any civil liberty organization? And let's just sit down and talk to them. We are a nation right now that, on the outside of America, that people look at us now as a divided nation rather than a united nation because of this type of Tea Party and other organizations, maybe even because of the NAACP. But we don't, we, we don't have time to... You know, plus and argue, we have to keep ourselves, as we call ourselves, united. And uh, we might disagree, but we don't have to become disagreeable. Well, I think you make a good point on that. And uh, one of the things that I like to point out, and because I work with some of the African Americans in the conservative movement, mm -hmm. uh, and, and and I'm sure you're aware, and the NAACP is aware, we got more uh, black Republicans running for Congress in, uh, for the, got more to running since the Reconstruction, right? And and all through the South, you got uh, Tim Scott in South Carolina, Bill Marcy in Mississippi, you got uh, uh, Les Phillips, Alabama, uh, Colonel West in Florida. It goes on and on, and especially in the South. So we're seeing a to me the Tea Party movement is really opening up some opportunities for African Americans in the conservative movement. Mm -hmm. And did the NAACP mention or address anything in that nature? Well, yes, we, we did. And, you know, like we said, we are inviting, we are encouraging. We, see, the NAACP is nonpartisan. We're not Democratic uh, for the organization because we're all Republican. We ask people to get involved in politics because political aspects impact everybody, whether they're black or white, poor, rich, educated or uneducated. So therefore, we encourage you just get involved. You know, if you don't have to be a, 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 a Republican to be a NAACP supporter, you don't have to be a Democrat. And the uh, NAACP don't support all uh, Republicans. I think I was watching last night that a lady down in Georgia. Right now, she's angry at the NAACP because we didn't support her for some stuff that she said and she did. You know. And because what she said was divisive, you know, it most divided uh, the nation rather than bring it back together. So uh, I, I, when I when it comes down to equal rights, I don't look at Democrats, I don't look at Republicans, I just look at people who need help, need to be made aware of what's going on in America. Well, I think you and I both uh, we, we want to get we want to get the same place where everybody has uh, a good economy and, and has right. good jobs and, and a good health care. 
we may disagree how to get there, mm -hmm. but but you're right. Uh, I would like to see the Tea Party uh, speakers and others sit down with the NAACP and, and, and see where we can work together, make sure racism does not ra raise an ugly head. Right. At the same time, uh, have some spirited debate about what we think we should do. There's always going to be politics in America. Oh, yes, and, yes. Uh, and, and I know if uh, President Obama has gotten a earful from uh, the Tea Parties, and, and, uh, and I know President Bush got an earful from uh, others when he was president, mm -hmm. but we'll always have politics, but you're right. We don't need to be name-calling. We don't need to be uh, tearing people down, but we need to let, let our ideas come out, and I, and I want right. the Tea Party to do that, and I need people like you and others in the NAACP to to uh, speak with us because we got to communicate. Uh -huh. and, and, I, and I say this to you, that all peoples who are in the Tea Party are not racist. racist. Thank you for saying that. Okay, <laughs> uh, because, you know, but it doesn't take, like, like you might say the same thing, all peoples in the NAACP are not racist. All of us have different people. Our thing is, to persuade those who are racist to put down their racial attitude and try to become a united people rather than become a separate people. Because we, we got those people in everything we got, whether they Elks, whether they Klu Klux Klan, they just got their own opinion. And sometimes by not speaking out against those opinions, they become lifted up rather than become, uh, I guess, disciplinary, disciplined to, you know, this is America. And we start off by saying United States, United States. And we cannot have a United States if all of us are uh, out there talking about black and white instead of saying, talking about peoples and trying to do the best to make this America uh, the home of the brave and the land of the free. Well, like the Constitution says, we the people in order to form a more we perfect union. That's right. And, uh, and I do, I, I think to me the Tea Party movement gives us a potential to work with uh, uh, other people. How long the Tea Party movement last? I don't know. Nobody knows. It, it just sprang up, and and uh, and some people feel like it sprang up just because President Obama's black. And, I, and you know my heart. I, I was proud to see an mm -hmm. African American be president. I, I, I never did agree with uh, the liberal side of his policies, but we do have our first African American president, and, and I celebrate the fact that there's a uh, black children all across America can wake up and say, one day I can be president of the United States. And before, okay. they may not have ever been able to really believe that. Yeah. But my, my problem is this, Ed, is this, where were, where was this, this Tea Party movement when America was going down the drain during the last part of the second term of Bush administration, which we had a president wasn't doing nothing, the country was going backwards, becoming... Uh, and debt with, and had a tremendous recession, but nobody, nobody, nobody said anything about a Tea Party. And all of a sudden, the Tea Party came into existence, which I have no problem with the Tea Party, uh -huh. because I think they're, they're probably some good things if they're trying to get America back into the number one position that America was before all this stuff came up. And, you know, I think that if we just sit down, I let people sit down and talk with each other, it's not demonstrating, drawing these old ugly pictures and telling black folks they need to be in Africa and all that kind of stuff. We don't need that. I don't care whether you're Tea Party or whether you're Blue Party. I agree. We, we do don't not need that need kind that. of stuff. No you're more right.
and and that's one reason I wanted you on on the show tonight because I like oh. I said I, I I respect your opinion and and uh, respect you and uh, respect your uh, years working with the NAACP. Okay. And, and uh, one of the things what uh, what what is your opinion about the, our uh, black conservatives that are, are running for Congress now? Yeah. Do you have an opinion? I know I, I'm not saying politically, but is it a good thing? Do you believe it's a good thing to see? understand what you're saying. You got a voice. Now, I have no problem with, because uh, I think I got a friend in Milwaukee, you know, he's a Republican, but, you know, when we get together, we don't talk about Republican, we talk about politics. What do you think about our budget? What do you think about a recession? What do you think about the economic economy? That kind of stuff. And, and the economy, the economy is not Democratic, nor is Republican. It's an American issue. People right now that are out of job, it's not a Democratic out of the job. It's not a Republican. It's a person out of a job, and he doesn't care where the help come from, whether it's from the Democrats or Republicans. We as Americans, sometimes we get tired of with parties, like we get tired of with black and white. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We get concerned about people and concerned about people. Now, if the Republican Party comes with a good idea, I'm the person, I will support a good idea that will help everybody. I will, really, really, really. And I tell people, I haven't voted Republican but once in my life. Okay. And if he probably run again, I would vote for him because I thought he was a true friend of mankind. That was when Jack Reed ran for governor of Mississippi. I, I, I jumped parties in. Well, I'm glad to hear you. You, you, oh, yeah. you can jump parties there. Yeah, I will. <laughs> if a person, if I have a God who proves himself true and righteous and truthful, and not just can elect us, so we become a part of that part of Republican where they look down on poor people and elevate rich folks. But you better help people, whether they're black or white, rich or poor. Then you know I will talk to you, and, and I'll be glad to entertain you. I will probably vote sometime. Well, uh, one thing I didn't mean to dodge your question. You asked me, you know, where was the Tea Party movement when uh, when President Bush was uh, in the in the, in the part of the you know, and I, I thought about that, and actually, my answer is this, and I may be wrong, but my answer is there was, I really think that's what helped put uh, President Obama and uh, Democrats in power, because people are so frustrated with Republicans. I think that was really the roots of the Tea Party, uh, throwing throwing Bush and Republicans out of power. Mm -hmm. uh, even though it wasn't called a Tea Party, it was people frustrated, and, right. and that was probably some roots of it, and then, and, and then... The spending bills and the spending that I know that frustrates me to think about how far in debt we're going and and spending our wheels. I won't get on politics though, but I just want to keep okay. keep keep but, it but to this. The problem is, it is just like when I look at television, and I, I guess a lot of people get the same thing. The only the, the face that they get from the Tea Party, and what you see most on television, it might be because of news coverage. Uh -huh. What they see most on television 
They see hatred. They see these crazy signs. They see Obama painted in a color with a noose around it. That's what. That's what they see. Yeah, and and that's what. And until somebody, me. until a Tea Party person come up and say that's not us, then I'm gonna have that perception that all the Tea Party people look just like that guy I saw holding that sign and say Obama needs strung up, that kind of stuff. Mm. And that's why I said the Tea Party got to let identify who they are, rather than let a few people identify who they are. You, and most of these people are racist and hate hate black folks. It's the same thing. If you was, if if every time I would go out and um, and I look on the television and I see guys with long white caps on and white gown on yeah. and they say we represent the people of Tupelo, I'm gonna say all the people of Tupelo belong to the Klu Klux Klan because nobody came out and disagreed or uh, disowned these people. And that's all I'm waiting about from the from the Tea Party, that's not us. We're about for the betterment well, that's, of America. I appreciate you pointing that out because that's what we do struggle with the mainstream media. I, I believe the mainstream media right. does not like the Tea Party, and they love to find the ones that uh, inflame instead of uh, educate. So I, I, ho- I hope the Tea Party movement is an education movement okay. to educate people, and, and I appreciate you helping educate us here. <laughs> and... and uh, and we're going to run out of time here in just a minute. I'm going to give you the last word. Uh, what would you like to say, Reverend Jameson, to uh, the Tea Party people across America? I say to Tea Party people across America, please, whatever you do, let's try to live the, the, the name which we walk around and talk about. Let's try to live as a united state. That means to have a united state, you've got to have a united people working together for the betterment of this nation. I couldn't, I couldn't say it any better. What, what great words to leave it with. Reverend Jameson, thank you for your time. Thank you for your work. Thank you for your work in the NAACP and what thank, you've done. Thank you for giving me the chance. All right. Talk Bye-bye. to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was uh, Reverend Robert Jameson. I want to thank Reverend Jameson for being uh, our guest today, and he helped enlighten uh, a lot of people, I'm sure, across the nation on on a view of the NAACP, and it is something we need to talk about. We don't need to pick enemies. What we need to do is stand on principles, speak in a spirited debate. There's no room for racism in the Tea Party movement, and if you see someone's signs that are not responsible, that are not respectful, then uh, ask them to leave. Ask them to get another sign, because what the mainstream media does is pinpoint on those few radicals, those few uh, people that they know will inflame the far-left liberals, and they just plaster them across the television screens. And, you know, the mainstream media is not helping the Tea Party movement, and we know that. We have our work stacked against us because what Reverend Jameson is seeing is all he does is probably watch the news coming from uh, the liberal point of view. I don't know about Reverend Jameson, but so many liberals, so many people who uh, don't like the Tea Party movement I only see news that comes with the Tea Party in a bad view, in a bad light. And we have our work cut out for us, but we are Americans, and we are free, and we have liberty. I mean, stand up with freedom of speech. At least we can still today. Uh, If we get many more uh, Supreme Court nominees in like our new one, then we may lose free speech. But I want to tell you that I'm glad you're listening to the show. I hope you're being educated like I'm being educated. 
I do love Doc Holliday's Tea Party. I want to get it out in as many homes across this nation. Tell people about it. Get them linked up on the Internet. And we're, every week, we're going to have a good interview. We're going to have something that somebody hasn't heard. And we're going to do something to make this movement stronger. And like Reverend Jameson said, he may not agree with the Tea Party movement, but he knows there are people in there. We can work together as Americans. We can work together to educate and educate. We may not get people to believe in all the principles of the Tea Party. We may not get people to believe in the Constitution of the United States. But we can talk we don't have to scream, and we don't have to uh, tear people down. But I do want to say that it's all right to have passion. It's all right to stand up for what you uh, believe in, and we are going to be a growing movement. For now, to November 2nd, let's get ready for a big tea party. And coming up is the Plymouth Rock of Liberty speech. Let me tell you about something. I'm tired today. I'm tired of politics as usual. I'm tired of seeing people do the same thing over and over and over and over and over and then expecting different results. I'm tired of politicians going to Washington based on how much money they can raise and how many hours they can stay on the phone begging for money. I'm tired now, just like you're tired now, of we the people getting the short end of the stick. I am frustrated today that taxpayers are getting no respect. And that is why I pray for that day when we the people can send someone to Washington with a backbone. Someone who will stand against the prevailing winds. Someone who knows where we have come from and knows where we need to go. I don't care if this person is black or white or red or brown. I don't care if this person is a man or a woman. I don't care if this person has had a coronation by the party hierarchy or not, but I do care about the future of our nation, and I can tell you from the bottom of my heart and from the depths of my soul that this one thing I do know, that like George Washington felt a sense of urgency in his days, so do I. Just as Andrew Jackson felt a sense of urgency in his days, so do I. And just like Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. felt a sense of urgency in his days, so do I. And just as Ronald Wilson Reagan felt a sense of urgency in his days, so do I. And that is why I come before you today to pray that we the people will send someone to Washington who will not back down who will not back down. Let me say that again. Send someone to Washington who will not back down when it comes to deliberately defending the Judeo-Christian values on which this nation was founded, in defending the Constitution of the United States, in reading and knowing the Constitution, and believing in the Declaration of Independence. Someone who, when the dark powers and principalities of this world try to deceive and twist their arm, will look that purveyor of evil in eye and declare, Get thee behind me, Satan, because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous? 
Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. We end in the show right there. We appreciate you coming and listening to Doc Holiday's Tea Party. Be back next week. Got a new show. So much going on. You be sure to be here. Tune in next week. And between now and then, get out and go to a tea party. Be a tea partier all across the country. Get out and let's get this election revved up, ready for November 2nd. Because it'll be the greatest tea party we've ever had if we can get some of these rascals out of Congress who are so smug and pride and prideful they don't think they can ever get beat. Let's show them what the American voters can do. Let's show them what the American citizens can do. Let's show them that we, the people, are going to perform the activities and and, uh, voting privileges we have to make a more perfect union. And that means getting some people out of Washington. So get fired up, go to the Tea Party, and I'll see you next week. God bless you.